Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Football season can get a little hectic from grabbing snacks for the tailgate to fueling your kids for practice. Experience drone delivery with Wing. Get fast, safe, and eco-friendly delivery in 30 minutes or less. Now in select neighborhoods in Dallas-Fort Worth. To see if Wing has landed in your neighborhood, visit wing.com slash Texas football. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days, and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high-quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance. Really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show with live programming. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Miss 305, the Prime Minister of Thanksgiving, Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. Hi. Happy game day. Happy game day. Today is Friday, December 8th, 2023. It is, he can do math, 356 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to, oh, happy birthday to Aaron Hardigan. Yes. Today's Aaron Hardigan's birthday. birthday. The 8th is Aaron Hardigan's birthday. Happy birthday. It's episode 1707. On today's show, folks... It's Helpful Haunted Mailback Friday. We're answering your questions about high school football, college football recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, all the things you got. Let us know uh, what you would like us to talk about. Uh, we will uh, be going up until, we'll go about half hour today. So, hey, Pickle. Hmm. 
to the first four through the door. We do because we're actually live. Uh, Jersey number 69, Tony H., Aaron Arbuckle, and Ed McElroy. Welcome in, fellas. Also, shout out to the people saying free Max in the comments. I don't think you fooled anybody, to be honest. Anyway, we are live. Hi, it's 12.02 on Friday, December 8th. Um, yeah. Uh, wait, free Max? From what? From his uh, crib. No. 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 Yeah, the people are getting it trending. No. Free don't Max. Get, don't. Don't, because all you're gonna do is bring back Max Thompson, and that's nobody wants that, including <laughs> Max Thompson. <laughs> all right, it's helpful Honda Mailback Friday. We're answering your questions about high school football, college ball, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, all the things, and is brought to you by who? Pickle. Uh, the helpful Honda Mailback Friday. <laughs> the North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score an award-winning Honda, slightly yeah. rugged and reliable 2024 Honda Ridgeline. Uh, you can visit them at ntxhondadealers.com or go visit your helpful Honda yes. dealers. Sorry. We botched that, so let me just tell you, we love you, Honda. North Texas Honda dealers. Correct. They're, they're here to help. Um, all right. If you got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, let us know in the comments. We'll go up until 1230. Um, okay. About last night. Mm-hmm. Five state championship games or state semifinal games last night. Mm-hmm. Two state championship games set. Uh, you were. Let's start with you. Yes. You were at one. I was. Um, uh, you went to the star. The star. To watch Brock and Malakoff in a absolute heater. <laughs> it was awesome. Worth the price of admission. Um, yeah, we went out there and we were really excited about that game. I had seen Malakoff once before. I saw him in the regional semis when they played Grandview mm-hmm. and I walked away incredibly impressed. We've watched a lot of Brock football this year on Texan Live, so it was it was interesting and we were curious to see how it was going to end up and it ended up being an absolute banger they were tied 31 to 31 with about a minute and 29 seconds left when one of the most insane defensive plays i've seen all year uh brock's quarterback dropped back in the pocket and a swarm of malakoff defenders came mm-hmm. and just one one of the guys doc uh Carter doc new favorite player absolutely blew him up the ball popped out and then big man comes scoops it up in the air yeah, and yeah. just hauls butt on the way back so i was watching that game on mm-hmm. nfhs network when that play happened and i don't know if that's a fumble or a pass mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because big man had the hands i uh, oh, man i'm gonna be it's honest close it's very close i think it was a fumble because i don't think his arm was in forward motion yeah. to be clear it doesn't matter it doesn't matter he no. like like the, the, the decision was taken out of the official's hands because they correctly ruled that the guy caught it yes he did very obviously and then he rumbles down to like the 15 yep and then they um they have a good play to get them about to the two yard line and this was when it was funny because this was at the time we were like what are you doing very much on purpose i think by malakoff oh. to not score because they're right on the two yard line and the running back and, and seemingly I, I almost bro- just kind of falls I think down. Brock and Brock calls their last timeout. Mm-hmm. Brock had to call their last timeout, which made perfect sense because we're sitting there beforehand, and our friend Goof was with us, and he goes, "Do you call a timeout on this one?" And we said, "Yes, you absolutely need to call a timeout to give you a little bit of time." to hopefully be able to return it if they score quickly. Well, they would have scored, and there would have been about 45 seconds on the clock had they mm-hmm. scored on the first attempt mm-hmm. from the two-yard line. The Give a ton Malikoff, of credit to Jamie Driscoll. Yeah, and And to, to Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Yeah, because he got to the one and fell down. So that way the clock ticked down to 19 seconds by the time that they scored. Um, and that gave Brock 19 seconds. They had 
an unbelievable chance to score. Mm-hmm. They made it back down to about the 42, and then they let it rip, and it was an incomplete pass. That's nothing you can do. Um, but unbelievable heads-up play because they would have given Brock almost an entire minute yeah. to have a chance to mm-hmm. score. So And the way that crazy. offense was cooking in the second half, like yeah. that, that might have been enough. Ish, Ish was sitting there, and he goes – Tush push, you're not like you're not close enough for a tush push. What was that? And I was like, that no. was like a tush shove. No, and then you, we went, wait a second, that you, was yeah. totally on. Purpose. You watch the replay, and Brock players are like falling down. They're like, yep. nope, like they're they're just like trying to let him themselves go out in. of the way yep. to be like, no, please score. Yep, because we want the ball back. And a, a heads up coaching by Jamie Driscoll and heads up play by Mike Jones. Um and Malakoff's through to the state championship. Game. It was a blast, literally a blast. And Malakoff will play the Franklin Lions, mm-hmm. who beat Edna fifty-two to fourteen, um, in a game that honestly wasn't that close. No, it was, it was thirty-eight not. nothing at halftime. Yeah, Franklin rolled. Uh there the machine is online, folks. We mentioned it yesterday on WTF. Yeah, I. I the issue with it was Franklin is so fast mm-hmm. and Edna's really powerful and speed wins in Region 3 versus Region 4 almost every and they, single time. And, and the, the scheme was working. Their defense is Insane. nasty. That Franklin defense has peaked right now and their defense is really, really good. Um, and so they are back in their fourth state championship in a row. They've won 22 of their last 23 playoff games. And that one loss, by the way, is essentially a Hail Mary loss to Canadian. Yep, in the state, like, in the in, state championship. In the state championship game. <laughs> what an unbelievable job Mark Fan and, and company have done. And so it is Malakoff and Franklin Wednesday, Thursday afternoon at AT&T Stadium on Bally Sports Southwest. Ted Emmerich on the call. Me on color. I'm so We're excited. excited. That's, oh, this, my gosh. This is easily – I know we still have a lot more games, but even looking at, like – possible matchups oh. this is going to be the game that that i am just looking locked forward in. to looking forward locked to. in it's um, going to be so good i really so think good. so three division two tidehaven 20 dangerfield 14 in overtime in a defensive masterpiece unbelievable chase snyder was on the call for that one and he he texted or tweeted at us and said this is genuinely the most fun seven to nothing game at halftime it was seven nothing that i've ever called chase johnson had scored uh to put him up seven nothing it's seven nothing and a half first half flew by it's done like done like 40 minutes second half I believe Tidehaven pulls even. Mm-hmm. Dangerfield scores to go ahead. Mm-hmm. Tidehaven takes to the air and hits Joseph Dodds on a wheel route oh in one of God. the better catches you may ever see considering the circumstances. It was fantastic. A dime, and he hauls it in um, on the wheel route to tie it. They go to overtime. Tidehaven's defense comes up with a stop, and then Joseph Dodds in for the score, and Tidehaven's through to their first state championship game since 1980. Um, when they played to a scoreless tie with Pilot Point mm-hmm. and were co-champs. Uh, Matagorda County's coming to AT&T Stadium. The thriller from the killer mm-hmm. is coming. And let me tell you, they're bringing that defense with them. And that yep. defense is stout. They just took on a high-powered, high-octane Dangerfield team mm-hmm. and snuffed them out. That was impressive stuff from David Lucio's squad. I'm really excited to see Matagorda County up here at in, in Arlington. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Uh, okay, two AD one. Two AD one game is set. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the uh, the early game. Five o'clock kick. Toller thirty five. Stratford seven. 
Toller looks insane right now. The snake farm is legit. That defense, man. Legit. That defense is stout. That defense is that defense is full bodied. Yep. <laughs> it is ooh. They are flying around and played a fantastic ball game. And it's just it's just old school football, man. There I mean I mean this in a nice way. There ain't nothing schematically special about what they're doing. They are lining it up and running at your ass mm-hmm. and came away with an impressive performance. The running game got going. They pulled away late. That game was like 21-7 for a while. And then they but they were happy to just like keep them at arm's length because they knew their defense was playing that great. Toller through their first ever state championship game. What a fantastic uh, a, a performance from them to knock off Stratford, previously unbeaten Stratford. They will draw the Timpson Bears. The Timpson Bears, who were I got a so I got a text. So I'm also calling the two A Division one title game for mm-hmm. Valley. So my producer for the game texted me in the second quarter. He goes. Timpson in trouble and like the eyes emoji mm-hmm. and I'm like and then what happened I think this is the most important thing it's 21-7 Timpson uh, uh, Ganado came out of the shoots and punched him in the mouth they beat him on they hurt him on special teams mm-hmm. and then they were they converted a bunch of third downs and were they were rolling they were rolling and by the way they were stacking up Timpson a little bit yep. and you're going uh oh is this the end of the road I think there was two key junctures one Right before half, Timpson scores and gets a stop. I think their first stop of the game. Mm-hmm. And pull it within 21-14. They get the ball to start the second half. They wrapped it around. They did the wraparound where they scored right before half and they scored right out, out of half. And it's 21-21, mm-hmm. right? It's a huge moment for them. They adjusted some things defensively. They basically stopped like – how do I want to put this? They they were they started saying okay if you want to pass you can pass mm-hmm. but we're gonna we're gonna make sure you can't run the ball on yes us. and they came up with with stops and they shut out uh, 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 Ganado in the second half and then like he put on the cape and then he went off Terry Bussy yep um, it is we were talking about it last night it's it is really cool to know that Terry Bussey's last game as a Timpson Bear will be his opportunity to finally try and win a state championship. Like that's that's the storybook ending that we, everyone needed. I am so we'll have a lot of talk about this game, Timpson and uh, Timpson and Toller mm-hmm. on TexasFootball.com. I am fascinated, absolutely fascinated because like Toller right now, I'll, I'll spoil part of my picks video. Toller right now, the way they're playing, mm-hmm. it's hard to see anybody beating them. Mm-hmm. Also, Timpson has Terry Bussey, <laughs> who <laughs> and that again, is like is the great his, equalizer. Is in his last game. Like it, th- this is this is the time it's, that you just completely cut the brakes. It's a matchup of of, of first timers. Yep. In prime time, oh, 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 it rocks. Mike Leslie, myself, and Shelby Coppage on the call for Bally. I'm so excited. It rocks. I'm so excited. Okay. 2A Division 2. We did punch one ticket in 2A Division 2. We're waiting for Mark Chilton tonight. But the winner of that game will face the reigning state champs, the Albany Lions, mm-hmm. who take down Sunray 34-14. Um, again, a defensive masterclass from Albany. Yeah, it was. there was window dressing at the end by Sunray. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was the defensive masterclass. And they, they did what essentially almost nobody has done 
which is slow down Armando Luan. I think he got hurt. I think he got nicked up. Like I think he got third. nicked up, but he he played through it. Through it he was yeah. playing. Um, he got nicked up, but I mean, make no mistake. Oh no, Albany, Albany was the better team. Albany led from the very beginning. Like there was no doubt about and it. And I'm telling you, it is it is the the balance offensively that they have with. Like we're going to talk a lot, a lot about Adam Hill, their running back, because he's a star. Yes, I think Chip Chambers, their lefty quarterback, the junior. I think he's so important to what they do. Mm-hmm. And then their defense, man. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Their defense is so sound. They don't miss tackles. No, they don't miss tackles. It's remarkable. Uh, Albany back to, uh, looking to go back to back as they are back in a state championship game. That game will be Thursday morning. They will play either Mart or Chilton. There you go. Those are all six of the state championship games uh, or state semifinal games uh, where we punched some tickets last I went, night. Uh, I went six for six last night. Did you really? I did. One, two. Yeah, because there were two games Mallory and I. There's only three, three. games in total that Mallory and I had I went, different. I went four and two. That's what, missed, that's missed, what Mal did. I missed Dangerfield. Yep, she did uh, that. And I missed Stratford. Yep. Um, Malmus, the, y'all had the exact same picks mm-hmm. in. But yeah, I went six for six last night. I was hyped. Well, look at me. I'm good at f- knowing football. What's up? Nobody's ever accused me of knowing football. Correct. Do we have questions from the people on Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday? Yes. Can we say Canadian and Gunner is the greatest playoff rivalry in Texas high school football history? It's certainly the weirdest. It's up there. It's certainly the weirdest. Like, like, like we've got grown so accustomed to it that I think it's important to like take a step back and recognize this is Canadian at the extremely tippy top of Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, it's called Canadian for a reason. Yes. Taking on a team from like Texoma. Yep. And like they just keep seeing each other here, mm-hmm. and. It's 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 remarkable because I think they are very clearly the first two teams or uh, the two best teams in my yes. opinion three A Division two I think the I think the winner of this game will be favored over Tidehaven. Uh, Tidehaven's defense. Uh, all that's to say, the only the other options here are your other options: Wichita Falls Rider and Lubbock Cooper. <laughs> if you remember, they played in like the semifinals four straight years, they, and they were district rivals too, so they played like eight times. Yep. Um. Grandview Malakoff, Grandview Malakoff has, has popped off quite a few times. And let's not forget North Shore Duncanville. Yeah. I think it's just... <laughs> I think from a volume perspective, it has to be Canadian and Gunner. Yes, and especially because it's the it's in the cruelest round. Grandview Malakoff is great, yeah. but it's usually either in the semifinals or the regional finals, yeah. depending on mm-hmm. um, where they end up. But it's like for this to be for all the the monies yeah. to go to AT&T yeah. Stadium. I think that that's what makes it different. Yeah, I, I think so. I think if you want to call it the greatest playoff rivalry of all time, I, I'll support you in that. Yep. I think that it is, it is special what they've done, and it'll be another heater. You're going to be there, right? Yep, yep. Right. We're heading out to Abilene after this. What's next? Um, what causes schools in the playoffs slash state to have an over num- overwhelming number of recruits slash commits to others having a few, even when the games are competitive? Oh, it's interesting. So uh, I think I think the question is, how do you get games where you have teams which have um, like like stars, stars versus teams without? And here's which actually, is- I'll give you a perfect example. Okay, Toller and Timpson. Yep. Now. Vosky Howard has not played, but he's an FBS recruit. Yep. Right? J.J. Garner's Garner. injured, but he's an FBS recruit. Mm-hmm. And they've got Terry Bussey. And I also think Amari Bruton might be an FBS recruit. That's my personal And that's take. at the 2A Division One level. Taking on Toller, who's got some dudes that I really like. I think Peyton Brown's a star. I think Isaac Blessing's a star. Mm-hmm. But fundamentally, like, this is not a team that's got star power. No. 
Um, no, let me be clear. It doesn't have high-end prospects. Yes. They don't, they don't have a Terry Bussey. They don't have a five-star. No. Do you know what I mean? How does that happen? I think that's the beauty of high school football. Oh, the yeah. beauty of high school football is that, like, you can build this however way you want. High school football is a Pinewood Derby, mm-hmm. okay? There's a certain set of regulations, but otherwise, make the car however you want, and if you win at the finish, you can win at the finish. You can win with a, a giant car. You can win with a tiny car. You can win however you want, but all that matters is just stacking up wins. That's what I think is so fun and why I keep coming back to high school football is, like, you can win a variety of different ways. We're going to have slot T teams. Mm-hmm. We're going to have wide open teams. Mm-hmm. We're going to have everything in between. Heck, Franklin and Malakoff is going to be that. Franklin Malakoff is such a, a stylistic clash. Yeah, you have you have a slot T, and then you have one that just airs out the ball. Yeah, and you have a yeah a team that. Well, and it's funny because Malakoff or is can like can air out they the can ball. air out the ball. Absolutely, they're like they're like power spread is kind of mm-hmm. what I call them. You know, so like you can do it. You can build this however you want. Sock and PNG last year, best best example of Sock that. and Liberty Hill in twenty twenty one. Yeah, you know, we're talking slot T and like. Just dudes. Well, but just from I mean, oh. like even from oh, yeah. from PNG last year, they had good players, but they just worked well as a team. Yeah. Sock on the other like hand, their entire a, yeah. defense was FBS D one recruits. Yeah. Yeah. You they, know? Yeah, they like, gra- yeah. They signed eleven kids off that. Yeah. Team. So and like same thing with the game with Liberty Hill. Liberty Hill, I don't think had a single player who you would call like certainly not Power Five Mm-mm. commit. You know what I mean? But they've got they got dudes, and that's what's great, and that's that's why. Like, again, why that Timpson-Toller game is so fantastic is mm-hmm. that, like, Toller's working so well as a team. Timpson's working well as a team, too. They also have that dude. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how does that match up? That's how it happens. So uh, it, it's what makes this sport so fun and dumb and kind of unpredictable, too, which is great. Mm-hmm. What's next? Um, you want to talk about UIL cutoff numbers coming out? No. Okay. Okay, I will. Uh, if you go to TexasFootball.com, we've got the UIL put their realignment cutoff numbers out because they're trying to they're trying to, to to spoil it for us, and like we got enough to do. Um, okay, Matt Steps going to have a piece up on TexasFootball.com with some of the um one of, with some of the things. Um, notable teams that are going to let me do notable teams that are going to move up to six A, according to these numbers, right? Forney, Lancaster, Longview, Manville, the Magnolias. Full shears moving up to 6A. Notable teams that are going to move up to 5AD2 or move to 5AD2. DeSoto. That's, oh, that's unfair. Highland Park's <laughs> dropping down to 5AD1. 5AD2. Um, 5AD2, let's see. Anna's going to move up to 5AD2. Bernie, Corpus Christi Miller, Lubbock Cooper moving up to 5AD2. 4AD1. Um, Canyon West Plains is moving up to 4AD1. 4AD2, Brock is moving up to 4AD2. China Spring is moving up to 4AD2. Or moving down, down. to 4AD2, right? Yeah. Um, Waco La Vega is moving down to 4AD2. Uh, 3AD1, Sweetwater is moving up to 3AD1. 3AD2, Toller. This is uh, this is Toller's last, uh, their state championship game will be their last 3A. It's exploding out there. If you don't know where Toller is, my mom was asking me this last night. She's like, where's Toller? Go to Granberry. Stay on 377. You'll hit it before you get to Stephenville. Yep. Um, but they're moving to up we to 382. We passed through that like two weeks ago. Abernathy's moving uh, moving down to 281. Um, and then Shiner's moving down to 282, which is very interesting. And that Stratford's is... moving down to 282. Man, Stratford might roll. <laughs> Stratford, yeah, got Bryce Brayden back. Anyway, that's some quick looks at it. Um, the numbers kind of, I think the 6A number was a little higher than we thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2275 is the cutoff. Uh, but as a result, you're going to have some you're gonna have some shifting. Like DeSoto in 5A is 
really interesting. You could, so Alito's going to stay in 581. So you could have a, a state semifinal of DeSoto and Alito. That rocks. That is. We'll crazy. have plenty of realignment talk. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Part, guys, we got three months of it. We're good. Yeah. Like, we'll get to it. We'll have plenty of realignment talk over the next couple of months. It'll 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 sustain us through the winter. What's next, pickle? What is the dumbest rule you've ever had to follow? You have to do a show every day on Texas football. That's, That's not cool. a rule. Oh, okay. We could like really easily break that. Um. No swearing on TV, like that sucks. You know what I can't stand in with uh, with UIL State coming up. Here we go. So, and I get why they do it. It's Here just with a frustrating. Pickle. I want to be clear. Can you give me the camera real quick? Uh-huh. I want to be clear that what comes out of Ashley Pickle's mouth is not representative of the views of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Okay, go on. So, I we have a lot of equipment. We do right, and we bring wagons. They are not industrial size wagons. They're normal wagons that you would see out at a little sporting event, whatever. It's not a whole lot of heavy equipment. It's just a wagon full. Perfectly normal. They will not let us take the normal elevators, even when we're there and it's just us, to get up to the booth with the wagon. You have to get in the massive freight elevator that takes forever (laughs) to go up and down People look at you like you're not supposed to be in this freight elevator because you're not an employee here. Every year, I dread having to take the wagon up there. That's the dumbest rule. And the reason being is they've got really nice flooring in their elevators and they want to make it sure that it's like kept nice. This is a very small wagon. It's Mm. not going to do... I've seen like 20 people in these elevators. That's going to do a lot more than my little wagon. Okay. So this is just something that sprung to mind Mm -hmm. for me. Um, so I live in a house mm-hmm. in a neighborhood. You've been to my house. Yes. Um, we have a homeowners association. Oh God. Don't even get me started. We have an HOA. I do too. So our trash day, the trash man comes, uh, Tuesday morning. Okay. Ours is Wednesday. Okay. Tuesday morning. So Monday night, put on my, put on my things. He's usually there. Usually it's 7, 8 yep. a.m. So That's about when ours come. gets there. I know this because Max won't miss it. Yes. <laughs> um... <laughs> Put them out there. There was, it was, uh, for some reason, it was a Tuesday, and I w- had to work super late, or I just had something that would kept me super late. Mm-hmm. So I came home, and I laid down in bed, and I go, ah, dang, I forgot to bring in the, the, the trash cans. It's okay, I'll grab them tomorrow morning. Wednesday at noon, I got, and so, uh, by the way, Tuesday night, or t- uh, Wednesday morning, I did go out, and I pulled them back in, mm-hmm. first thing, 7 a.m. Wednesday at noon, I get a notice from my HOA saying, please bring in your trash cans in a, in a timely fashion. And they had taken a photo. Yep. Taken a photo of my trash cans and timestamped it at like 6.30 in the morning on Wednesday morning. And I'm like, bro. I So we got, we got an HOA notice about our shrubs being not properly shrubs! cut right. Don't even get me started. They took pictures of our house and it's was like, mm, that. there's one that's like sticking up like this. And I was like, I wish, I wish I had the time in my life to drive around the neighborhood and take pictures of people's shrubs. Kiss my butt. Can you imagine having enough free time in your life to be able to do that? To borrow a phrase from a great philosopher, eat my shorts. Correct. Uh, what's next? Um, let's see. 
if you were in charge of giving a new high school a mascot, what would you choose? I'm always a fan. This is my hard and fast rule. If you have an opportunity to do something alliterative, mm-hmm. you should. The Lando Llamas. Exactly right. Do you want to do it? Still mad. Oh, yeah. Um, if you have an opportunity, that's why Coppell Cowboys is the perfect mascot. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. Um, if you have an opportunity to do that. So what I want to do is I want to, I want to line it up with, with, with that. With, if you can, make it alliterative. After that, you need to go as off the board as possible. You need to be the kind of mascot that people talk about. We talk about the Itasca Wampus Cats. We talk about the Frost Polar Bears. We mm-hmm. talk about the Winter's Blizzards. We Hamlin talk Pied Pipers. The Hamlin Pied Pipers. The, like, right now... The Sand I'll, Crabs. I'll throw this out there. I'll throw this out there. Uh, like, Toller, the Rattlers... That's great. And I believe right now it's like the only unique mascot we have. Oh, yeah. Getting into the, yeah, in a state. Because right now we've got, uh, let me run through this. We have. there's only two rattlers, we right? Have them and San Marcos. Tigers, lions, tigers, bears, rattlers, great, lions. And then we have wildcats versus longhorns and mustangs versus tigers. Yep. It's like. There's a lot of big cats. A lot of big jungle cats. Yeah. Like we can do better. I understand, like with, like with Albany, they've been playing football since like mm-hmm. 1904. So like, they get a pass. Yeah. They're not going to change it now. But like, if you're starting a new school, like we have enough eagles, we have we enough have Panthers. enough wildcats, yeah, we have enough tigers. Do something weird. We have enough bulldogs. bulldogs. Yep. Yeah. Like, do something weird. That's why again, Edinburgh Vela did it perfectly. They're the saber cats. That yes. rocks. Yes. <laughs> That rocks. I think that we need, uh, we were talking about one the other day, and I can't remember for the life of me what it was. Maybe it'll come to me. But I do think that we need some kind of prehistoric, like, dinosaur-type mascot. Why is there mm. not, like... We do. Who? Austin Lassa. They're the raptors. Oh, that rocks. They're the Lassa yeah. raptors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. We don't have any dinos. Yeah. We like, don't have any, we gotta, we, the triceratops. But, like, here's the thing, is if you do that, the Trinity you're, setting yourself, you're setting yourself up to say, we're going to make you extinct. Like that's fair. that is you have to think this through. It's like yeah. there's nobody who's the dodo. Well, why is why is Glen Rose not the something to do with dinosaurs? The that's, Dinosaur Valley State Park. It is really, it really, that's a missed Glen opportunity. Rose. You drive through Glen Rose and there's like the Dinosaur Inn and like the yeah. whatever. Glen Rose, Glen Rose really missed an opportunity. How there. it could be the, the and you went with the tigers. Yeah, it could be like the what if they were the Glen Rose pterodactyls? Yes, that rocks. Yeah, that's so cool. The Glen Rose. Gigantosaurus. Gl- I don't know how to say Gigantosaurus. <laughs> yeah, it's a missed opportunity. All right, real quick, lightning round, two more. Uh, that's it. That's okay, all that's I got. it. That's all we got. I think so. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Reminder, we will have a show Monday. It's the only show next week mm-hmm. uh, before we go to state. So, yes. And then we'll have one show after that. And then we. Then we're done go for the away. year. <sighs> we're done for the year. I'm going to go. I'm going to go relearn my kids' names. I want to yeah. say Mark. Sounds right. Um, Mark and Hans. Hans. It's gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow I almost said Henry, and then I realized that's his real name. Facebook.com/slash/DaveCampbells. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash/DaveCampbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com for Ashley Pickle, who's bound for Abilene. Yo. I'm Greg Tepper, who's bound for my couch. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today for State Week. Woo!